0: Let's get ready to rumble! Good evening! how are we doing today this is the halftime subs i am your host brett along with my co-host curtis we are here to go over the past little bit of sports tell you how we think about it and we cannot wait we are here to get off the bench come into the game and come into your sports lives curtis how has your day been today sir
1: man my day has been amazing brett how have you been bro
0: excellent excellent we actually uh just to peel the curtain back a little bit. I had to uh, do the first day of school stuff today, so all my kids are vastly different when it comes to them. Okay, so like my daughter, very excited. My uh, middle son, he's uh, he's pretty excited, and my oldest son, um, he kind of cool guide me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Made me it made me realize not only is he getting older, but I'm getting old myself. I was like, hey son, how was your day of school today? And this kid legit goes dad it was school what do you honestly think it was like and i was like oh my uh but then i asked my my daughter and she's like oh it was great this was awesome i was so excited about everything that went on and uh then she explained to me that uh two little boys thought she is very pretty uh and that she was quote unquote hot and um yep i kind of wanted to jump out of the the driver's side uh door, but I couldn't do that because I was driving, obviously, and I've learned to take that with a grain of salt, kind of, Uh, she's still, you know, she's six, so, you know, it's a good thing, build that confidence, she's a beautiful girl, she's a smart girl, strong girl, so you know what, I'm all for it, and then my my other son was like, uh, "Dad, I had a great day, too, you know, I had new friends, you know, I, I ate tacos at lunch, you know, who's not excited about tacos, right, Taco Tuesday, so... Overall wow, they, they had a really good first day. <laughs> right, I know. It was just kinda of funny how that how that ended up going. Um so definitely, you know, happy first day of school to everybody out there and all the parents. I'm, I understand you're waking up early, you're rushing around. So I hope it's going well for y'all just like it went well for us this morning. So, with that being said, I am gonna go ahead and just jump right on into this. So, Bruce Arians has come out and said that the Buccaneers offense was the worst he's seen in three years and that the defense has been playing out of their mind now I most people sit there and go oh man Tom Brady's getting old and I'm gonna be honest I don't think that's what it is um, he did mention that you know after a day off they come back and the offense seems to struggle the flip side is everything you're hearing so far out of camp is that the defense has been lights out. The secondary has been outstanding, um, and the linebacker core and these edge rushers are really, really, really getting after it. So I don't think it's too much to get crazy about here The you know in preseason, obviously, with the first game coming up this weekend. Um, but I thought that was interesting of him to, to open up like that.
1: Week 14. That's all I care about.
0: Why? You want the Bills to lose that bad?
1: No, 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 no. We're not going to lose. You are going to lose. This is going to be the first time we can revenge everything that has happened to Brady. Josh Allen's going to go, have an amazing year, probably win MVP. We might go to the Super Bowl. We might win it all. Bill's Mafia is going to go wild.
0: Bill's Mafia is going to go wild whether Brady beats him by 10 or by 35.
1: Uh, Dude. As, as, uh, as Speaking for Bill's Mafia, we hate Brady. Okay. So we don't care. If we lose... That's not that's not in our head, bro. That's not in our head at all this year.
0: No, it's not. Because y'all will still, after y'all lose by 15, y'all will still swan tom bomb off the top of a truck onto a table.
1: We win the Super Bowl. If Josh Allen wins MVP, it doesn't matter. Either or two, I'm going to jump through a table.
0: Yeah, but you know, I think you're safe, actually. I don't think Josh Allen will win wow. the MVP. And I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl this year. What? No, not even close. <sighs> I actually looked at those odds today. Have you seen that? they release updated odds uh, the bills I think were four I think the bills were four uh, the chiefs were one bucks were two um maybe the bills were three I just I don't quite remember anymore I was looking at them earlier um, how do you feel about Bruce Arians coming out and, and dogging out that offense you know especially this early in preseason
1: um I mean in all honesty, what hasn't Bruce already done to fire them up? That might be a psychological thing.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think part of it is, I mean, and, and people are going to be like, oh, man, you know, Brady's just getting old, and it's not. That defense, bro, that defense in the playoffs absolutely was lights out, especially that secondary. That secondary was only allowing 59% completions in the playoffs. That is off the chain. And we absolutely saw what happens when the Bucks are rushing the passer. I mean, they put Patrick Mahomes running for his life. Patrick Mahomes was having to do things he never thought he would have to do.
1: That is true. That is true. I mean, that's just that's what he, it he is. it didn't look like the Pat that we knew—the sidearm, you know, touchdown passing Pat. The oh, Tariq, go long, I'm gonna throw it, 80 yards downfield, Pat. We we didn't. Oh, well, he that. tried.
0: He tried to look like that Pat.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, he was. He was somewhat hurt, I guess.
0: Yeah, his ego was somewhat hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that boy took a beat down, son. A beat down. They you know it's gonna happen again this year. The Bucks are gonna put some more beat downs on them. So I think it's pretty cool. You're actually starting to see people start playing, placing a lot of bets about the Bucks running undefeated. Which I'm gonna be honest, hey, as big of a fan I am, there's, there's no What about way.
1: that first week? Uh, hey, hey, explain to me what you feel about week one.
0: Uh, the Bucks will win. I um, I think they'll be competitive. You gotta remember, man. Dak hasn't played in a long time, so even if he does start to get some uh, some play in preseason to kind of shake out the cobwebs, he's still gonna struggle some. Um, and it's not like Dallas Dallas's offensive line last year was you know this world-beating offensive line that where you're used to seeing in Dallas. They weren't that. Um, I really think that actually probably won't be. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that game's not too close. Actually, um, I actually see the Bucks probably dropping a thirty-five plus spot on him and maybe Dallas getting to about that fourteen to seventeen range. Um, the Bucks secondary, wow. yeah, the Bucks secondary really is that good. Um, Dak is a little banged up with having some arm and shoulder issues. Um, he's hadn't played in a long time, so you know. I'm no, by no means a professional better, so guys, never listen to me. We will make picks. However, it's more of a suggestion than telling you, hey, this is a great idea. So it's kind of like that in the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Pirate's Code of Conduct or whatever. They're more like guidelines. The pirate laws are more like guidelines. So me making picks most of the time is more like guidelines. However, lock it in. Bucks win by, by big. Not going.
1: listen to me. Play your cards right. Dak might find a way to do it.
0: He could. And I love Dak Prescott. Don't ever get that twisted. I just don't see it happening in week one. I do see Dallas making the playoffs. I just don't see it happening in week one. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. They are saying that uh, Tryon, the uh, the rookie defensive end or whatever, the uh, edge rusher, mm-hmm. they're saying that kid is looking good, looking real good. And as good as the Bucks are, give them another edge rusher. That that's going to be a problem for other teams. And then on top of that, you would expect them to improve on their run game, which, if I remember correctly, was fourth worst in rushing last year. Um, so they are in that 1,200-yard range. Uh, so I expect that to be an uptick as well. See, I really think the Bucks are they are probably in for a pretty big year. I wouldn't be surprised if they're back in the Super Bowl. In fact, I'd really not be surprised if we see a rematch. Probably same outcome. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit biased.
1: You really believe in this, don't you?
0: Why would you not? You believe the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl?
1: They're listen. They're my team. I. You know, one thing I can't say is the Bucks. I can give them credit. They made it to the to to the big one. They won it. They went ahead and they signed their entire starting lineup back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I just feel like the Bucks all together Super Bowl for perfect example. The only people to score were the free agents.
0: Okay. So how, you're saying the Bills are, are, are going they, to Super bowl this year? Bills no, are no, going and winning.
1: No, 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 no. Okay. Don't skip over the Bucks. We're still back on the Bucks. We okay. haven't got that far yet. All right. I'm saying with the Bucks, uh-huh. their free agents scored the touchdowns. Okay. Is there, the, the, the free agents that they had last year, are they still going to have the same impact this year?
0: They're saying that Antonio Brown. Is looking the best he's looking a while. They're saying that knee surgery uh, and that knee work he had done and cleaned up uh, looks fantastic, and he is absolutely smoking, dudes. So go ahead. All right, so go ahead, and I think he actually he caught a touchdown pass this morning, too, in um, their scrimmages. Uh, so go ahead and put it in your mind this is how this will go. The Bucks are going to be running a lot of three wide receivers. You know, we a lot of three wide receiver sets, and give me a secondary that can line up with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Go.
1: There probably isn't. That's that, That's why they made it. That's what I'm saying. But okay. So at that point, what I want to know is, are they going to be ready for that challenge? Like you already won it the first time. There's a huge target on your back. There's I, also a big know, chip
0: on these guys' shoulders saying that they got lucky. You know who I the dark
1: horse is? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers finds a way to get all the way to the NFC Championship again, and and the Bucks are there, he's not gonna let it pass him this time.
0: I think that that team has a lot of issues. The Green Bay Packers, they got some chemistry things going on. On top of Aaron Rodgers just going ahead and went full disclosure in his first interview, hey, he, basically he, calling he, everybody out, which was, in my opinion, there. was fantastic. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I In the NFC, especially in the South, I, there's nobody that's going to hang out with the Bucks this year.
1: No.
0: Um, in the East, I think Dallas is the best team. Philadelphia Philadelphia is so weird. You pick them to be really terrible and then they win a Super Bowl. Then you pick them to go to the playoffs and they might win three games. So, Philly's always really weird like that. Um, and you go out west, you know, you see more of a challenge out there because the Rams, Niners, and Seattle are all pretty good. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how much uh, Arizona jumps, you know, with that. They got a young squad. Um, and so it'd be interesting how they jump. However, I do think LA will be good this year. Um, It'll be interesting how Stafford does with a really good team behind him. Um, however, I do feel like San Francisco is going to be the class of that division. I really do. Oh, uh,
1: hell yeah. Jim, <laughs> a
0: healthy Jimmy G has been shown to be really, really good, especially when he's surrounded by talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And as a starter, you know, when healthy, he's looked pretty good.
1: Okay, so... Jimmy G... Do you honestly believe that he will be in San Fran after this year?
0: I think it depends on how he looks. Um, if he comes out and is outstanding, you you have to keep him, don't you? Even though you, you jumped up and sold the farm and did the whole thing. You
1: know, they, they wanted the, the young... You know, they want the young gun quarterbacks, like, like we were speaking, you know, on the last episode. That's, that's the new traditional running back. I mean, not running back, quarterbacks. You know, they want to... They want to be running backs. They want to throw the ball. They want to, you know, they want to do the flashy stuff.
0: All right, I actually think, just so we're clear, though, I do think Jimmy G's gonna do well. But that kid, I think, has the ability to be a stud. Um, but Jimmy G has to be your starter. Jimmy G has to go that route. So you're talking about these young quarterbacks, by the way, that like to run around, and you're starting to see things from Emory Jones in Florida, that he is looking outstanding. And I don't know, I mean, I don't expect you to be too familiar with him, with him being the backup quarterback behind Trask last year. But when I tell you that that kid can sling the football and he can absolutely run, and it's the first time since Dan Mullen's been at Florida, he's going to have that traditional Dan Mullen quarterback, that Tim Tebow prototype, that Dak Prescott prototype, the guy that can run, that can run that spread option beautifully. Um, Florida was picked 11th in the AP poll um, understandably so. They are, you know, replacing some people. But that kid, if anybody hasn't seen him yet or any videos of him yet, do yourself a favor and watch that. As Curtis says the other night, some of these dudes are just different. This kid could be different. Um, have you seen him play at all, Curtis?
1: Not at all. I, I know one thing I've been looking into the SEC because I really want to know what in the world. Are they gonna do when Oklahoma and Texas come?
0: That's gonna be so much fun. What do you mean? What are they gonna do? It's it's gonna be entertaining.
1: This this is gonna be. uh, It's got to be the peak of like SEC football. Once you bring it around, everybody's literally gonna be like, "All right, cool." They're gonna bring that running gun shit over here. Let's let's figure this out. And somebody's gonna get smacked in the mouth.
0: They are, and you know what? It's taken Texas A&M a few years now to really kind of get footing in the SEC, but you're starting to see them improve. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, um, he's starting to kind of get that program churning a little bit. Not a Jimbo guy. You know, FSU ties. However, he is getting that program churning a little bit, um, so it would be interesting to see how how they do this year. However, uh, they are on the West, and when you're in the West, everybody knows this, the West, the SEC West – and the SEC in general and in all honesty we can most years we can say the national title that runs through Alabama and Nick Saban and as long as Nick Saban is there that truck will have to continue to run through Alabama to get to a title um, i think te- well texas is going to struggle Texas is going to come in and struggle. They've struggled for a while now. They struggle in the conference they're in now. It's not very good. Oklahoma has a chance to come in and uh, and obviously turn some heads. Um, it's going to be a harder schedule than they're used to seeing. I think it's going to be interesting if you see Oklahoma and or Texas in the east or the west. It depends on which division they go to. Um, I think, I haven't seen any reports on it, And in my opinion, Oklahoma would go to the west and Texas would come to the east. Um, obviously, with I haven't no insight on that um, i'm just thinking that with texas a&m being in the west you would think that they probably try to separate and put texas in the east um so at that point oklahoma is looking at a normal schedule that year with an alabama auburn lsu and texas a&m guaranteed to be on their schedule basically coming out of the west so that's probably gonna be pretty tough Um, With Texas coming to the east, obviously you're going to have Florida, you're going to have Georgia. um, And, you know, Kentucky's tough-ish, depending on the year. Uh, Vanderbilt's still terrible. Um, Wow. (laughs) That's just what it is, man. They know that. It's not like I just, guys, I just want y'all to know that's not breaking news. I didn't break any news, any Vanderbilt fans or any Vanderbilt alums. I'm sorry, y'all have a wonderful school. However, y'all's football team is terrible. Um, You know, so not breaking anything. Any uh, news there? Uh, Missouri has been kind of interesting because they came in and looked pretty decent, but since then it's, it's been pretty bad. Um, so once again, we're not breaking news there. Mis- Missouri is going to struggle in the SEC. Um, but yeah, bringing those two two teams into what I think is really what you're probably going to look at eventually is you're going to see some of these bigger teams and these these conferences really start to build something, and you're going to be looking at these elite conferences. And these smaller schools are going to be going over to you know what we now know as like the the American Athletic Conference.
1: Okay. I so. imagine
0: UCF is probably going to be getting out of there soon. USF is interesting because they are one of the biggest schools as a school. They're one of the biggest schools in the country. Yeah. Um, and they do have some talent on that roster this year. Uh, they play Florida Week Two, so they'll be uh, they'll have a loss there. But. Um, but they do have some talent, um, and I really like their coach. Their coach uh, is legit. Um, so he could pull that program by the bootstraps out of there, especially when all this realignment is going to take place. Because mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma is kind of like hitting the dominoes. Those are the first two dominoes that just fell. So, and now we're about to have this wide spread and that, fall. That's,
1: that's how I'm feeling right now. It's like, do you honestly think Oklahoma and Texas – are going to open the door for some of these smaller schools that are like, okay, Appalachian State. Can they come and move over into one of these, you know, Power 5 conferences? Do, do you no. honestly think it would be like that one day?
0: No, that's it's, it's going to be... You're going to be looking at, and I I hate saying this because there's certain schools that are just fun to watch, especially in in that AAC conference. Yeah, they are. They're one of those teams, and it's interesting. Obviously, they have a history of having big upsets. Um, But the teams, the the Coastal Carolinas of the world, um, right now USF is in that boat, unfortunately. They need to turn it around. Uh, Not in Week 2, they're not going to turn it around. However, they need to turn it around the rest of the year. Um the I mean, teams I like like
1: Coastal that. Carolina
0: though. yeah I, again, mm. they're fun to watch. or how about like a team like Cincinnati? Cincinnati's been really good and they're up you know they're an upcoming program. However, do you ever see a day where Cincinnati football is having to go head to head in recruiting and even maybe coming on top of recruiting of say, let's go with a any SEC school?
1: Mm,
0: nah. I mean outside of Vanderbilt, outside of Missouri, oh, Outside of those schools, okay, so let's say, in outside of, like, Mississippi State maybe, because it's just Mississippi State, but, like, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Oh. You Ole you Miss. think, do you think you see a day where Cincinnati out-recruits Lane Kiffin? I don't.
1: Mm no. That, uh, I mean, that
0: dude was recruiting at, uh, where was he before he went over there? Was it, the The No, 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 but when he was a head coach at, uh, was it, was it Ford Atlantic? Ah, uh, yeah. Or whoever yeah. it was, Yeah. He was recruiting guys there. I mean, so you don't think that he can bring recruits now to, with an SEC program, big money program. Hey, guys, listen. I
1: mean, you they know, do have fire uniforms. They
0: do, man. Do you see that? You they, see that? Like,
1: what is it, like sky blue and red?
0: Hey, that boy's A. The
1: Lane uniforms, Kiffin's in shape.
0: Have you seen color? that? So Lane Kiffin challenged. I saw this the other day. Lane Kiffin challenged his uh, team to b- learn to be accountable. That was his big message to be accountable. But Lane Kiffin did not preach it without doing it. And that man is down thirty pounds this offseason. Looking solid. I mean solid.
1: Coach O is still running, you know, he's running the campus at LSU.
0: That's because he's looking for the water boy still. Wow.
1: Hey he all
0: running, y'all down there, I like campus. that. Hey, 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 run,
1: take a run. <laughs> he was running campus. No shirt on. Waving to people, I mean, he's getting it in. Well, I mean, he, hey, I think these SEC coaches are—they're different.
0: Every time I see him, all I can think of is Coach Fran and the water boy. All right, special teams, you're the, you're the Coach Fran. Go do some laps, and the kicker's like, oh shit. And he's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Clapping his hands and shit. <laughs> you know, he's drinking whiskey on the sidelines with the uh, trashy-looking cheerleaders.
1: He's a high-energy coach. He
0: is. He's fun. Know? Ed Orgeron is so great. That's,
1: he, why, that's why he told Joe to watch out for them, uh, cigars.
0: He is, man. He he literally, he's a treasure. And, and I hope LSU loses a lot of games this year. But I do love him. He is a national treasure. Um, however... I, uh, I hope he finds his water boy.
1: <laughs> Jesus lord. It was raining that day. He didn't need a water boy. No,
0: nah, I mean, I don't know, dude. You gotta get that high quality H2O. Speaking of raining and things dropping, you know who's really good at dropping dimes? Like, real good. I'll give you a hint. He's $208 million worth of good.
1: Oh, you talking about the guy that... Yeah, yeah, the... the... He's the new Dallas King.
0: Oh, that guy? Yeah. You mean the guy who was in the Olympics and was throwing down that guy? Are we talking listen, about Luca? King yeah. Luca?
1: It's to the point where you know you have that pull when your team flies to your home country just to finish your contract.
0: For two hundred eight million dollars, they the butter brought him some food, some money. You know, they brought him all
1: kinds of stuff. Two hundred eight million dollars. Dirk better show up at my house too.
0: You ain't kidding, Do But you know what? So this goes back to what we talked about. How like, are they worth it? There is no argument. Lucas, is worth it.
1: The only thing with the Mavericks for me, they're gonna be a scary team if Porzingis can find his way.
0: That's now, a big if.
1: And I, I know. I, I have these conversations with my cousin all the time. It's like, dude, your team is scary. Now, if you can get Porzingis to do what Luca's doing, to feel free to ball, it'll be it'll be he scary. He just needs to be a
0: good complimentary, too. He doesn't even have to do what Luca's doing.
1: And then that's what's wild to me. You can literally just control what you can control. You're talking,
0: who, you're talking about only a handful of people in the world that can do what Luke is doing. So I wouldn't put that on him like yeah, that.
1: The dude just lost for the first time in, what is it, uh, overseas play? He just lost in, in yeah. He like, was like, six, what is it, 16 and 1? Oh, yeah, that's and, some wild and, number like that. Man, that's wild. You just lost in anything besides the NBA. That was your first loss doing basketball.
0: Well, certain things, again, though, certain things is one of those you get what you pay for. is um, you know, we learned that with the original microphone I had actually when we were testing this. Um, but and Luca dude, Luca you're getting what you pay for. This dude has not only been bawling the first few years in the league, this dude is probably set to take over the league starting in the next year or two. Luca's getting to the point where he do you and I can see this, do you see him possibly being the face of the league maybe not next year but the year after?
1: Funny because I still believe to this day that both teams that made the trade are in a win win. They both signed their franchise guy. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks signed, you know, they gave Trey Young this huge extension. Deserved. Turnaround. The Mavericks give Luca his extension. Mm-hmm. Who would have known when these teams made the trade the night of the draft that? they would be where they are with these two players.
0: Do you know, I can still remember exactly what I said when the draft was starting to, you know, work its way to Orlando, and uh, Orlando's about to pick, and I'm like, Trey Young's on the board. Trey Young's on the board. And then Trey Young was not on the board. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, at that moment, I was like, fuck. Like, just fuck. Cause you could see Trey, you know, if you, if you've ever watched any college basketball and you saw Trey Young, you knew that guy had it. When you watch Luca, Luca's rookie year, about halfway into it, I think the the question of "I wonder if this kid can play" was completely out the window. The kid can fucking ball. Oh, for um, sure. So it's it's kind of cool to see that. Definitely worth that two hundred eight million dollars. Um, speaking mean, of.
1: Which, mm, contracts I I got I got something you know I I think I seen uh you know I've seen Dennis Schroeder he he declined you know like 80 million dollars the Lakers wanted to give him one extension I think he signed with somebody today he signed with the Celtics
0: <laughs> well what's the deal
1: one year
0: oh my for 5.9 million
1: dollars
0: so he turned down the Lakers. What was it offer from the Lakers, 80? I
1: think it was about 80, in between 80 and 85. So, so he roughly, roughly turned down. 80 million dollars on the table? That was
0: over four years, right? Mm-hmm. So he turned down 20 million dollars a year in L.A. to go to Boston for 5 to 5.5. And I'm sure it's incentively. It,
1: it won't even matter. Their front office doesn't know what they're doing. You know, at least LeBron runs the front office over there. Because <laughs> at that point, I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna do. Your, your head coach said he's gonna not coach anymore, and then he became a GM.
0: Hey, man. Maybe he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Somebody, you know what? i going better it. get Isaiah
1: Thomas. I can tell you
0: that. Isaiah Thomas, by the way, played in like some... Some adult, pro-am. Yeah. Media yeah. Media points. <laughs> yeah is... He did a Kobe <laughs> he, on
1: people. He, he,
0: he knows what I was about to say. He literally did a Kobe in the pro-am. What a stud. I um, I think that it's kind of cool... It's not cool to leave that much money on the table. But Dennis Schroeder just took this deal and basically is saying, okay, you know what I did? And all that is, and what really that boils down to is he didn't want to be in L.A. He didn't want to be with LeBron. He probably didn't believe in what was going to happen. And let's be honest, LeBron don't care if you're his best friend. If he don't think that you can get him a ring, he's going to cut you. Like, you're getting cut. And the GM ain't cutting you. The coach ain't cutting you. Don't ever get that twisted. LeBron is cutting you. What
1: are you talking about? The GM is LeBron. I just said that. <laughs> nah, the
0: GM's the GM though is uh, his buddy. The president is LeBron. <laughs> oh, you, you're
1: right. You're right.
0: I don't know what you're thinking. Magic, so
1: Magic step down, so LeBron can step up.
0: That has to be it. Speaking of Magic, you brought it up. Here we ah. go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I present to you the 2021-2022 Rookie of the Year overreaction after one summer league game Jalen sucks 24 points 9 rebounds 2 steals 3 blocks 1 of the blocks on a 2 on 1 and literally shoved the ball back down that dude's throat to save the game bro
1: I still got my money on cake
0: you can keep your money on Kid all you want. I love, love taking people's money. Jalen Suggs, absolutely, was the best player on that floor last night. Now I will say, Kaminga uh, did play very well, uh, and so did uh, Moses Moody. Uh, they both played, you know, pretty well actually for um, for Golden State. I'm really liking what Camming has done so far in his first two preseason games. He's or his summer league games. He's really looked good. Um, however, it was clear, it was evident, um, you didn't need glasses on. You might have needed sunglasses because the boy was shining bright. He looks outstanding for being a rookie, getting thrown into
1: the fire. Um, I mean, we're gonna talk about being outstanding. We can't we can't forget about my boy Quickly in, in, in New York, he dropped thirty two points for our second summer league game.
0: Yeah, that was very good.
1: And it was it was a W. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't complain. Ob dropped twenty four the first game. Yeah, we got quickly with thirty two for the second game. Yeah, I'm I'm a happy Knicks fan right now. I can't complain.
0: I think he should be man. And summer league, this is where it's kind of cool. So, Jalen Suggs last night after the game was over was talking and you know he kind of gave like what everybody else says that the same things you've heard from from cole anthony the same things you hear from rj the same things you hear from obamba and all these guys that are on the team last year you know we're just trying to get better we're just trying to get try better um you know and they are that obviously is the goal to try to keep getting better obviously so they can make the playoffs eventually um i am here to tell you jalen suggs that ain't first on his mind bro he believes in getting better yes but he straight said, when I'm on the court, I'm on the court to win. To win. Um, and that is a big deal. Because, see, the Magic haven't had that. They keep having this mindset of just try to improve a little bit. Try to prove in a little bit. But while you're trying to improve, bro, you got to get out there and try to win. And he was doing that. Yeah. Um, he did a lot to try to win. So.
1: I feel like the Magic don't want to win anyway sometimes with these ridiculous trades that they do. I don't want them to let these boys leave. Like, this core is going to be crazy.
0: They, okay, so you're probably going to see Wendell or Mo get traded here at some point. Um, They're both, there's rumors, there's been no confirmation of this, um, but there have been some whispers coming out. and You've seen a couple reports where the Magic are actually talking about giving uh, Wendell Carter the rookie extension. Um, which it's actually compared to some of the other deals we saw here recently, it's a very team friendly deal. But that's obviously it's just a rumor. With that being said, if they give him that rookie extension, that's kind of a clear cut thing of saying, Hey Mo, you're out, bro, at the end of the year. It's really what that boils that down to. And I think that's an awful idea. I think you need to let those two dudes battle it out. They're saying that Mo Bomb has put on a little size, he's put in a whole bunch of work. Um, he's really getting praise, actually, this offseason for the work he's putting in. Let those two dudes battle it out to see who the best one is and then give that one their extension. Um, they brought in Robin Lopez to be a good vet behind him uh, to really teach both those young kids the game. Uh, he is an excellent off-the-bench player for the Magic, a good locker room leader, um, and won't expect you know, to play more than you know 10 minutes in a game. Um, so that's kind of a good thing. But the Magic... The magic can be interesting uh you know weltman was on last night saying that jonathan isaac is looking outstanding and jonathan isaac is one of those guys to go where before he got hurt you were starting to see that star ascend like you could see it some guys you know you're kind of like oh, that guy's never gonna have it jonathan isaac was really bad jonathan isaac is like josh allen these first few years have been terrible and then he started that. You started to see it a little bit, you know. Okay. You started no to see it. Started to see it. Started to see it. Disrespecting our um,
1: quarterback. No, definitely no. <laughs> I
0: saw. I'm, I saw. I'm, it's it's very comparable because Josh Allen, as about he was think about it, they were five or six games into his tenure there, and they were talking about bust already. Damn. I mean, I was. So, and that's how it was with Jonathan Isaac. Over this first little bit, it's been talking bust, bust, bust. But then you're starting to see flashes. And then the flashes started getting a little bit of consistency. Jonathan Isaac, I'm telling you right now, if he will stay healthy this year, along with a healthy Markell and and Jalen Suggs, that team will make the play tournament. That team, that roster is loaded with talent. Now, I say that, I have to also say, Cole Anthony, I love you, dude, and I think that you got it, but uh, last night, you didn't got it last night you looked like my fat ass trying to go out there and dribble that ball stopped when it got to his hands and then when he was throwing the rock up it looked just like that a rock so that's definitely got (laughs) to get a little better um you know and and it will um you know again it's the first summer league game so you know obviously you got to have fun doing that with basketball i do have to work this in real quick so jordan is a sponsor for the fortigators right Mm -hmm. They released the Jordan Retro 5 As their team shoe I don't know if you've seen it or not But bro, that is a beautiful Set of Jordans they're going to be wearing Oh, I
1: mean, the Jordan 5 Is a classic Jordan I mean, you know My Jordans Mm -hmm. I go to the Bucks training camp You know, in and out year from year Just to go, because I can't go to the Bills training camp every year like this But the Bucks, they're in my backyard Mm -hmm. I took my shoes one year Let Nick Folk sign them. Mm. Everybody went crazy. They thought I was crazy. I was like, eh, they're just sneakers. I love my sneakers, so I don't, you know, I'm going to let them sign them anyways. Mm -hmm. I turn around. I let uh, a couple wide receivers sign them. That's the next year. The year after that, Mike Evans is looking at me like, you're Jordan Fives. I'm like, yeah, why not? Sign, Sign them, bro. Sign them. He signs them. I'm looking for Jameis. Jameis is far out. I'm like, dude, my, my Jordan 5s are storytellers now. Like, don't leave me hanging. JPP, he, he came through and signed him. Looking at everybody, is like, ah. And you know what bites me to, to right now? It just bites me on the inside. Hmm. Is that I kind of want Brady to sign him.
0: You know what? I'm glad you didn't get Jameis to sign because it would have devalued him. Incredibly.
1: Oh yeah, he's not he's not a Super Bowl champion. In fact he might
0: in fact he might have dropped him with him butterfingers. Oh my god. Yep, throwing it out there. You know who doesn't have butterfingers by the way? I was actually reading a lot of reports on this. You know who doesn't have butterfingers? Tebow. Tebow time is in Jacksonville. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. They're saying he's looking pretty good. Uh, Urban Meyer came out and gave an actual honest assessment of him, which is kind of cool because a lot of coaches won't do this. Yeah. Um, uh, he said that he has looked pretty good. He's looked strong. Um, and because he is football smart, you know, whether people are like, oh, he sucks in the NFL, that's fine. As far as being football smart, that, that kid is football smart. Um... And they're just saying that uh because of that though is why he's been he has played so well. But I guess when he starts getting in the traffic and kinda of going over the middle, he uh starts trying to body the ball. You know, so actually trying to you know, extend them hands out and really go get the ball. He's been bodying it some, but I guess they've been working a lot with him. So uh Tim Tebow has better hands than Jameis Winston, just throw that out there. He's a better mm. uh college quarterback than Jameis by the way, but I don't think that's an argument to have. he
1: didn't. Still crab legs either, but no, he didn't. You're right. Man, what is that? It's like three up. He's three up on Jameis right
0: now. Yeah, didn't steal crab legs. Didn't. What was the uh, famous quote in the cafeteria?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What, was it? what was that quote?
1: Tim Tebow went back to back too. He went back to back as well.
0: Yeah, but what did Jameis say in the uh, in the cafeteria? Come on, what was it?
1: At this point, I all I could say is he was hungry.
0: I think he was hungry. I think actually the word for it is thirsty.
1: He was hungry for W's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the, still the greatest, worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I was so mad when the Bucks drafted him. Rightfully so. Why? Um, Because, man, I, just, I wasn't a Jameis guy. Come out of college, he had so many issues. You could see he had talent. Jameis Winston is legitimately a unicorn. You will never see a quarterback who has so much talent like he does have. a span of a quarter be so good but then be so bad his good is really really good his bad is fucking awful Tiger Woods has a quote that says everybody who plays in the PGA is really good but that's not how you win you win if you, or you win depending on how good your bad is Jameis Winston's bad looks like my 6 year old threw the fucking ball
1: I mean his last season with the Bucks was a 30 for 30 series
0: it legit it is they're gonna have to do a 30 for 30 series no
1: no 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 doubt no. 30 touchdowns 30 interceptions <laughs> that's right
0: that's you know. just that's insane but that just goes to show do you realize his last throw with the Bucks was an interception? Yeah. Yep, yeah. his last throw with the Bucks to clear that 30 mark, which I'm going to be honest, I think he did on purpose. I will hold to this. I don't give a fuck what no one says. Just like Brett Favre laid down for Michael Strahan, Jameis Winston was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'll throw another pick. Boom. Yep, <sighs> fuck him. I mean, James, if you
1: ever hear this, bro, like,
0: it's I me still just shit. wanted
1: my sneakers signed. Yeah, I and you didn't like, do hey, that, you I motherfucker. Mean, no love. But yeah. I mean, kudos to you. You know, you you gotta feel Drew's shoes now. <laughs> Maybe he'll uh, sign them. Those <laughs> oh. <laughs> those are hell of a fucking pair of shoes. You gotta. At least fill into...
0: Well, you know you won't get in trouble in New Orleans, because uh, there's you know, crab legs everywhere up there. Um, seafood
1: boils.
0: There literally is. In fact, most of the women have a seafood boil going on up their legs, so he literally fits right in. Well
1: then.
0: Yep. Went that route. Well, Love you. Wow. Love you, New Orleans. Love Louisiana. I think I hit Ed Orger on this episode, too. Man, really alienates some it people. Out here. So <laughs> I got a water spoon, duh. By the way, you know who can afford a new water spoon? Lionel Messi.
1: Oh, man, you know, I think he loves Paris. Bro,
0: Forty-two million. $42 million a year. Lionel Messi is now going to be in a front three that consists of Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, and himself. That team is probably going to break every single scoring record that league's ever seen. And probably really get close to the European record. That is just fucking ridiculous. And what's wild is PSG actually had a huge signing already because a player got dumped out of La Liga and PSG got him. And Sergio Ramos. Fantastic defender. A little bit older, but still fantastic defender. Mm-hmm. And I find it ironic that here we are a month-ish later, give or take a few days, and here comes Messi, dumped by Barcelona because they couldn't afford him. You know, they had their their issues um, due to La Liga uh, sanctions. But uh, now he's at PSG, and that team, they've done everything they can. The PSG has been so fantastic to watch. I'm not, obviously not a huge PSG fan, but I do watch them quite often um, because they are just that entertaining. Um, that team's gonna be fun to
1: watch. It'll be fun to play with on FIFA too.
0: They sure so will. If
1: anybody wants to smoke? Come check me out. I'm gonna get messy with Messi, and it's over with.
0: Yeah, go check check him out. Uh and I
1: suck, but at the same time, see there I'm get messy with Messi.
0: There went. Yep, you're gonna get messy with Messi. So at least you like fully open to the fact that you suck. That's really nice of you. I'm proud of you for that. I um when I started playing uh, FIFA, I was, God, I was two oh four I think was the first FIFA game I played, oh four or five somewhere in there. Um, so it uh I have I have a passion for that game. However, <laughs> you might suck at FIFA, but you don't suck as bad as I do at NBA Two K, and I love that game. But I am terrible at
1: it. I'm dope at Two K. Are she you? I gotta matter. learn, dude. You gotta she teach me. Matter. Dude, I mean, I beat all my friends at Madden. You wouldn't beat me. I'd be, I'd be everybody. You wouldn't beat all, me. I was, I wouldn't.
0: No. You know, you know what would happen?
1: We can do it. It'd be a just like it would be we just do like a in. Fa- and, and, and nope. And add some matter into it.
0: You know what's about to happen? I'm gonna do you just like I did in fancy basketball. Oh, You're gonna get man. balls deep, bro. So, how do you like that? Don't know out there.
1: Uh, I don't know. I- at this point, I'm lost for words. Uh, lost for words. I just need you to practice on 2K, so when the time comes, I'm going to go busy on you with everything that you think I don't know. I'm about to go crazy.
0: You don't know. Uh, yeah, you're going to go Guys, I do want to give a heads up. Um, we have some really cool shows coming down the pipe right now. Um. We are going to be doing uh obviously we're a sports show. We are going to be doing a SummerSlam show. So for any of you WWE fans, we are going to be doing a SummerSlam show. Hashtag summer of cena baby cena versus roman reigns is going to be fantastic there's actually some really good matches on the card um we have that to look forward to we are going to do a college football preview um it's going to be more or less focusing on the sec and the big 10 um we are going to do some stuff uh, with the university of florida and uh michigan state uh since my co-host is such a big state fan uh, yep we have that coming um and we are also going to be doing, as the NFL season approaches, we're going to do some more deep dives into the Bucks and the Bills and kind of go over how we think it will unfold. But that's obviously going to be down the road. Um, but we wild. have some For really, really cool shows coming. So cool. Um, we also, on that SummerSlam show, will have a special guest. So really excited about that. Um, oh, my phone's ringing again. Shout out to my brother. I love you, buddy. I'll uh, I'll call you back I promise when I'm done Um, but guys thank you so much for listening thank you for so much Uh, we got a lot of love on that first show so really really guys shout out to y'all Um, we could not be uh, happier with a response so like I said, uh, the first go around I'll say it this time again, we're going to keep getting better we're going to keep working at this guys, thank you so much for joining us y'all have a wonderful rest of your day if you're listening to this tomorrow, and if you're listening to this tonight I hope you have a great night, sleep well
1: thanks, we love you I love Bill's Mafia I still hate Tom Brady I'm going to do you like Bill's Mafia does a table I'm going to slam you through it in Madden